Chapter Twenty Five of In the Schoolroom. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. In the Schoolroom by John S. Hart. Chapter Twenty Five Practice Teaching. One feature of a normal school, which distinguishes it especially from other schools, is the opportunity given to its matriculants for practicing their art under the guidance and criticism of an experienced teacher. This practice teaching is done in a model school, maintained for this purpose in connection with the main school. Such is the theory. But serious difficulties are encountered in carrying the plan into practical effect, and these difficulties are so great as in some instances to have led to the entire abandonment of the plan, while very rarely have the conductors of normal schools been able to realize results in this matter commensurate with their wishes or with their views of what was desirable and right. Some of the difficulties are the following. Parents who send their children to the model school object to have their children taught to any considerable extent by mere pupil teachers. The teachers of the model school, having little or no acquaintance with the normal pupils sent to teach under their supervision, do not feel that entire freedom in criticizing the performance which is essential to its success. The irregularities produced by these practice teachings have a tendency to impair the discipline of the classes in the model school. For these and other reasons, which I need not dwell upon, I at least have always been obliged to be somewhat chary in regard to the amount of practice teaching that was done in the institution under my care, and have never felt quite satisfied as to the result. At the beginning of the year 1867, I determined to try the plan of having a considerable portion of the practice teaching done in the normal school itself, the model school still holding its place in the system as furnishing an unrivaled opportunity for observation, and to some extent of practice also. The effect of thus extending the opportunity for practice by including the normal school in its operations has been most happy. The pupils have attained a degree of freedom in the exercise which is working the most marked and decisive results. They enter into it with more zest than into any other exercise of the class, and derive from it in some instances as much benefit as from all their other exercises put together. Some detailed account of the method may perhaps be of interest to other laborers in the same field. The method is substantially the same as that followed in the Girls' High and Normal School of Philadelphia, from which indeed I borrowed the idea. Once a week I make up a program containing the names of those who are to teach during the following week, and the classes and lessons which they are severally to teach. The practice pupils are thus enabled to prepare themselves fully for the exercise. It is an indispensable condition in all these exercises that the lesson be given without the use of the book. When a pupil enters a room to teach one of these assigned lessons, he is to bring with him only his crayon and pointer, and is expected to assume entire charge of the class, maintaining order, hearing the pupils recite, correcting their mistakes, illustrating the subject if necessary by diagrams or experiments, giving supplementary information drawn from other sources than the textbook, and acting in all respects as if he were the regular teacher. The regular teacher, meanwhile, sits by, observing in silence, and at the close of the day writes out a full and detailed criticism upon the performance in a book kept for this purpose, and gives the pupil an average for it, the maximum being 100. These criticisms, together with the teaching averages, are read next day by the principal to the pupil in the presence of the class to which he belongs, with additional comments in regard to any principles of teaching that may be involved in the criticisms. 
An essential element of success in this scheme is that the teacher should be thoroughly faithful in the work of criticism, and point out the errors and shortcomings of the young practitioners, not with harshness, but with unsparing truthfulness and wise discrimination. Practice teaching under such conditions cannot fail to have a powerful effect. The pupils are stimulated by it to put forth the very best efforts of which they are capable, and the talent which they often develop is a surprise equally to themselves and their teachers. I cannot better give an idea of this practice teaching, and especially of the criticism, which is its vitalizing principle, than by quoting a few of the actual criticisms made during the last year. I feel sure they will interest teachers, and perhaps the public. In making these extracts I suppress, of course, the names of the parties. Notes on Practice Teaching Miss gave the C-class a lesson in elocution. She was animated and energetic in giving the vocal exercises, but she pitched her voice too high. The same shrill tone characterized the concert reading. Many of the criticisms given by pupils were not loud enough to be heard by the whole class. One of the ladies, in giving a sketch of Shakespeare, said his principal works was Much Ado About Nothing, Merchant of Venice, etc., but the error passed unnoticed by pupils and teacher. Miss herself said, Hamlet thought it wasn't him. She marked the pupils too high, the worst readers in the class receiving eight and nine. Teaching average, 85. Miss gave the D class a lesson in history. She was herself well prepared with the lesson, but she allowed the pupils too long a time to think and guess. A chronology lesson is apt to be dry and uninteresting, and unless the teacher calls upon the pupils in rapid succession, thus keeping them wide awake, the interest will flag, and even good pupils will be inattentive. One of the pupils, after gaping two or three times, indulged in short naps during the recitation. The teacher evidently did not see her. Miss marked the pupils judiciously. Teaching average, 90. Miss gave the D-class a lesson in arithmetic. She assisted the pupils too much. She did not require them to be accurate enough in answering questions. Otherwise she taught well, the subject being a rather difficult one. Miss marked the pupils judiciously. Teaching average, 85. Miss gave the D-class a lesson in grammar. She began the recitation well, spoke in a loud and decided tone, and was well prepared with the lesson. She failed to keep her class in order. She allowed pupils to speak without being called upon, and all to criticize and ask questions at the same instant. Thus she became confused and sought refuge behind her book. Teaching average, 80. Miss gave the C-class a lesson in the Constitution of the United States. She was too quiet in conducting the recitation. The entire period was spent in repeating the mere words of the book, but once or twice the lady asked for the explanation of clauses, and then the answers given were neither full nor satisfactory, yet the lady ventured no comment of her own. Many practical questions might have been given by the teacher respecting the executive departments, ambassadors, consuls, treaties, and so forth. The lesson contained many subjects of interest sufficient to occupy more than the allotted time. Teachers should call more frequently for definitions, and always take it for granted that their pupils are ignorant of the meaning of even the simplest words. I venture to assert that more than one-third of the class left the room without knowing the difference between a reprieve and a pardon. Teaching average, 80. Miss gave the D-class a lesson in arithmetic. She was well prepared with the lesson, seemed to understand the subject fully, and readily answered questions proposed by pupils. But she allowed too many pupils to speak at once, 
and did not pay enough attention to signs. One of the pupils began a sentence with a small letter, and Miss took no notice of it. Miss marked judiciously. Teaching average, 88. Miss gave the C class a lesson in the Constitution. She failed entirely in teaching. She became embarrassed and soon lost the respect and confidence of the class. Pupils assumed all sorts of positions, and one picked up a ruler and began fanning himself, but was not rebuked by the teacher. The lady, not familiar with the names of the scholars, made several mistakes, perfectly excusable. But, there being no sympathy between the teacher and the class, the pupils laughed immoderately, and seemed to enjoy the lady's embarrassment. The words of the book were repeated over and over again, without a word of explanation or comment, until the teacher, tired of the monotony, announced that the lesson was finished, and called upon me to fill up the remainder of the time. The lesson was one that needed thorough preparation on the part of the teacher, but Miss had merely studied the words and not the subject, when asked a very simple question by one of the pupils, she was completely nonplussed. Teaching average, 50. Miss gave the D class a lesson in map drawing. She became somewhat confused in her work, and so did not distinctly enough give the points of criticism. I think she was not familiar enough with the map drawn to notice, with sufficient readiness, the great points of error in the work. Several of the pupils were allowed in one or two cases to speak at the same time. She marked well, using a good scale of markings. Teaching average, 85. Miss gave the D class a lesson in arithmetic. She was either very careless or had not prepared the proper lesson, as she gave pupils problems to solve that were not in the lesson, in consequence of which some good pupils failed, as they had not prepared an advanced lesson. She was too quiet and spoke in so low a tone that many of the pupils did not hear her. The pupils were more animated than the teacher. Miss marked some pupils too high, others too low, and in one instance did not mark at all. Teaching average, 65. Miss gave the D class a lesson in history. She was thoroughly prepared with the lesson and did not confine herself to the mere words of the textbook. She asked many good general questions connected with the subject, thus compelling pupils to think and whenever the class failed to give the desired information, the lady very promptly gave it herself. She thus won the confidence of her pupils. Miss lacked animation and did not speak loud enough. Otherwise, she did well. Teaching average, 92. Miss gave the D class a lesson in grammar. She has improved since teaching for me before, but she still lacks energy and decision. She gave the pupil who was reciting all her attention, thus allowing an opportunity to some who took advantage of it to assume lounging positions, in which to await lazily for their turn to recite. Some remained wide awake and embarrassed Miss by speaking at any time, even interrupting her in the middle of a sentence to ask questions. Teaching average, 87. Miss gave the C class a lesson in grammar. She taught well. She spoke in that decided tone which conveys a conviction of truth to pupils, and by so doing gained their confidence. She used the blackboards to advantage, and thoroughly inspected and criticized all writings that she had required to be put upon the boards. The facts she taught were correct except one, which was that is ashamed was a verb in the passive voice. In this she was corrected by a number of the class. Teaching average, 93. Miss gave the C class a lesson in elocution she failed in teaching. The pupils read badly, and many errors were made, but there were no criticisms. The lady spoke in a very low tone and seemed to be afraid of the class. She did not read a single line for the pupils. Reading cannot be taught properly by arbitrary rules. 
the voice of the living teacher is indispensable. Teaching average, 65. Miss gave the D class a lesson in elocution. She cannot become a successful teacher until she studies the pronunciation of words. Not only did she permit mistakes made by the pupils to pass unnoticed, but she mispronounced many words herself. Hospitable for hospitable, intense for intense, etc. The errors consisted chiefly in changing the accented syllable. In the word machination, however, though the accent was correctly marked, she taught the class to call it machination. There can be no possible excuse for such carelessness, or rather ignorance, since the lady had three days for the preparation of the lesson. The dictionary should be kept in constant use by pupils and teacher. Teaching average, 65. Miss gave the C class a lesson in the Constitution. She did well. The lesson was a long one and somewhat difficult, but the lady evinced thorough preparation. She ought to have disturbed the repose of the drones in the class by calling upon them more frequently. Explanations given by the teacher should be repeated by the pupils, first to ascertain whether or not they have been properly understood, and secondly to make a deeper impression upon the minds of the scholars. Indeed, the whole business of teaching might be summed up in two words, namely simplify and repeat. Teaching average, 95. Miss gave the D class a lesson in map drawing. She was quite well prepared for the lesson, but did not always speak quite distinctly enough. She required all those pupils who had criticisms to make, to stand, and then designated one to give them. A very good plan. Miss must be more careful in regard to the grammatical construction of her own sentences. Teaching average, 90. Miss gave the C class a lesson in mental arithmetic. She became somewhat confused and so made several mistakes in her work. She attempted to solve several examples, but each time made some error, either of statement or solution. She was not careful enough in her markings, omitting to mark one of the pupils for absence and two for recitation. Teaching average, 88. Miss gave the D class a lesson in map drawing. She should have kept one of the divisions at the board drawing while the other were reciting. It was the first day of map description. She should therefore have given them an example of the work desired. Instead of this, she scolded them for not knowing her method. Teachers should be careful never to ask for anything but what the pupil would reasonably be expected to know. If you insist that they shall give anything not found in the lesson, or not before given by the teacher, they will become angry and careless, as shown in the class today. She did not criticize the map drawn. Teaching average, 82. Miss gave the C class a lesson in Constitution. She did well. She used the blackboards to advantage, and very carefully examined and criticized the work placed there by the pupils. She should speak in a louder and more decided tone. Teaching average, 93. Miss gave the C class a lesson in elocution. She gave a very short vocal exercise and omitted the concert reading. During the recitation she read remarkably well. Her voice was clear and full, her emphasis and inflections were correct, and her whole manner free from embarrassment. The entrance of three or four visitors did not in the least disconcert her. For her calmness and dignity, she deserves much commendation. Teaching average, 95. Miss gave the D class a lesson in geography. She taught well. She did not call upon enough members of the class for recitation. A subject that can be divided into portions small enough to enable the teacher to call upon each member of the class at each recitation should be so divided. She made it still worse by calling upon several members to recite twice. 
with a little more energy on her part, she could have had more work performed in the forty minutes. Teaching average, ninety. Miss gave the D class a lesson in arithmetic. She taught very well. The subject, repetens, was a difficult one, which required careful preparation on the part of the teacher and close attention during the recitation. Miss, conscious of this, made herself perfectly familiar with the lesson before appearing in class, and when pupils failed to explain examples from a want of knowledge, she was ready and able to give the necessary information. She marked judiciously. Teaching average, 90. Miss gave the C class a lesson in ancient history. She was sprightly and animated. She spoke in a clear, decided tone, but she pursued no regular plan in conducting the recitation. Events in Egyptian and Assyrian history were indiscriminately mixed, the pupils became confused, and the lady herself was somewhat bewildered. Teaching average, 88. Miss gave the D class a lesson in grammar. She did not speak loud enough for the class to understand her. There was much disorder in the class, but no notice was taken of it by the teacher. Some carried on a conversation among themselves, others asked questions without permission, often at the most inappropriate times. Many errors passed unnoticed, and the lady gave corrections herself which she should have required of the pupils. Several times in attempting to correct, she made the errors worse. For instance, she parsed verbs that were transitive and in the passive voice as being intransitive and active. She must endeavor to gain more confidence in herself. Teaching average, 75. Miss gave the A class a lesson in geometry. She taught the class decidedly well. She deserves all the more credit, as it was a difficult lesson of her own class. She allowed but one error of work, that I noticed, to pass uncorrected. Her method of calling upon the class for criticisms was very good. She should strive to speak a little more distinctly. Teaching average, 96. Miss gave the B class a lesson in physiology. She evinced perfect familiarity with the subject of the lesson. She did not confine herself to the textbook, but asked many good general questions. One of the pupils did not understand a portion of the lesson which was to be explained by a diagram. Miss endeavored to make the matter clear by an explanation, which was very good. Still the pupil did not see it clearly. I think the teacher would have succeeded in clearing the difficulty if she had used the pointer instead of designating certain points by letters. She spoke a little too low. Teaching average, 96. Miss gave the D class a lesson in geography. She deserves great credit for the distinctness with which she speaks, for her care in the preparation of the lesson for the day, and for the promptness with which she stops all irregularities in the class. Her marks for the day were a little too high. She did not make distinction enough between the good and the poor scholars. Teaching average, 96. Miss gave the A class a lesson in elocution. She succeeded admirably. The vocal exercises and concert reading were well given. The lady threw herself entirely into the work, and this was the real secret of her success. Her grade of marking was too high. Otherwise, she did very well. Teaching average, 97. Miss gave the A class a lesson in English literature. She did not spend enough time upon the lesson for the day, and consumed too much of the period in reviewing old lessons. She was not careful in examining the blackboards. LBS was permitted to stand as the abbreviation for pound sterling, and whimsicalities was spelled with two L's. The lady made no deduction for errors. All the pupils, with but one exception, received ten. She deserves commendation for speaking in a loud, clear tone. Teaching average, 88.
Miss gave the C-class a lesson in Constitution. She did nothing more than hear the recitations. She did not venture to give any explanations or to ask them of the class, but spent the whole period in repeating again and again the words of the textbook. It is probable that no pupil knew anything more of the subject on going from the room than when she entered. Teachers should possess and impart to their pupils some information independent of the book. Teaching average, 55. Miss taught the A-class geometry. She did not question enough or criticize enough, but almost always called upon the class for criticisms. She added no remarks or criticisms herself. Thus many important omissions and errors were unnoticed. She succeeded well in calling upon almost every member of the class. Teaching average, 75. Miss gave the B-class a lesson in physiology. She was not sufficiently animated and self-possessed. The substance of the lesson was recited before the expiration of the period, which left the lady at a loss to know what she should do with the remainder of the time. It might have been profitably employed asking questions of importance connected with the lesson, but instead of doing so, Miss turned to me for assistance. She was asked her opinion of a disputed point, which, although of slight importance, merited some attention, but she passed it by, notwithstanding her attention was called to it several times. Teaching average, 76. Miss gave the A-class a lesson in elocution. She displayed the tact and skill of an experienced teacher. She assumed full authority over the pupils, though they were her classmates, and her whole manner was such that a visitor entering the room would have supposed she was the permanent teacher. One secret of her success was that she had given the reading lesson much home practice and preparation. Teaching average, 100. Miss taught the A-class in literature. She taught well. Though rather quiet, she succeeded in awakening the interest of her pupils, and the entire recitation was very animated. The class is a good one, and the pupils deserve as much commendation as the teacher. Teaching average, 96. Miss gave the D-class a lesson in geography. She came before the class well prepared for her duties. She did not use the book, though it was written in the catechetical style, the one most difficult to teach without some such reference. She, by her questions, brought out a number of points not given in the textbook. Teaching average, 97. Miss gave the B-class a lesson in rhetoric. She showed a thorough preparation of the lesson and taught well. She should have worked a little faster. Pupils were allowed too much time to think. Teaching average, 98. Miss gave the D-class a lesson in history. She taught with much dignity and self-possession. She did not teach simply by having the lesson recited as the author had given it, but asked for the definition of words, and gave information not found in the textbook. But one error was allowed to pass, which was that of calling Queen Victoria the granddaughter of William of Orange. Teaching average, 98. Miss gave the B class a lesson in physiology. She conducted the recitation in a very dignified and ladylike manner. The lesson was a difficult one, but the teacher seemed to understand the subject thoroughly. There was a reference to the retina of the eye in the lesson. The pupils not having studied the subject did not know what the retina was, and called upon the teacher for explanation. She attempted to describe it, but failed to make them understand because she did not thoroughly understand it herself. With this exception, she taught very well. Teaching average, 96. Miss gave the B class a lesson in elocution. She is a good teacher and reads well. She maintained her dignity and composure during the entire recitation, though several visitors were present. Nothing tends to embarrass a teacher so much as the entrance of strangers. 
The lady's calmness and self-possession, then, are worthy of much commendation. Teaching average, 100. Miss gave the C-class a lesson in mental arithmetic. She read the questions distinctly, and had them correctly solved, but for the plan of recitation she helped the pupils too much. The method was that called chance assignment. In this method, as the pupils have time to think of the problems, the work should be purely that of the memory, in regard to the example itself. Teaching average, 95. Miss gave the A-class a lesson in literature. She evinced thorough preparation and displayed considerable tact in conducting the recitation. Every pupil was called on and compelled to recite or confess ignorance. Teaching average, 98. Miss gave the C-class a lesson in elocution. She selected a very difficult reading lesson, and not only read it well herself, but insisted upon the pupils reading it well, too. The lady has a good, clear voice, but it lacks power. Nothing will develop this quality but constant daily practice. Teaching average, 97. Miss taught the C-class in ancient history. She did not succeed. Her embarrassment was caused, in a great measure, by not knowing the names of the pupils. Teachers should obtain lists of the names if they are not familiar with them. The lesson being one in mythology could have been made very interesting with a slight effort on the part of the teacher. Many errors in pronunciation made by both teacher and pupils were allowed to pass. Teaching average, 72. Miss gave the A-class a lesson in elocution. She taught well, but would have succeeded better if she had given the lesson a little more home practice. When delivering a passage requiring considerable force, she heightened the pitch of her voice, and thus gave an unpleasant shrillness, where the pure orotund tone was needed. Teaching average, 95. Miss gave the B-class a lesson in elocution. She is a very sprightly animated teacher, and reads well. She paid special attention to the correct orthoepy of words, and insisted upon pupils making use of their dictionaries whenever a word occurred with which they were not familiar. Teaching average, 100. Miss gave the D-class a lesson in history. She is one of the best teachers in her class. She is sprightly, animated, and critical. The lesson was taught very well. A map having been neatly drawn on the board, the teacher required the most important places referred to in the lesson to be pointed out upon it. Teaching average, 100. Miss gave the A-class a lesson in chemistry. She has improved very much in teaching. She understood the subject which she taught, and had given the lesson careful preparation. She requested one of the pupils to look for the orthoepy of a word which occurred in the lesson. The lady turned over the leaves of the dictionary in a very careless manner, then took her seat, saying she could not find the word, although she must have been conscious all the while that she was not searching for it in the proper place. Miss, instead of sending the lady to look for the word again, as she should have done, pronounced it herself. The teacher should require prompt obedience on the part of pupils. Teaching average, 95. Miss gave the C-class a lesson in elocution. She is a very energetic teacher and manifests a deep interest in her pupils, hence her success. A visitor would have inferred from her manner that she was the permanent teacher, not a mere substitute for a passing hour. Teaching average, 100. End of chapter 25